Okay, it says the Heli Mishnah. Mishnah opening the parak, Chavkim on the base towards the bottom. Says the Mishnah, Rusa Vishmeres Yavam Le Shaysais, Veloy Leitla Subasa. A Rusa, which is a woman who's married in a stage of Erisin, not yet on the Suin, which is in generally done with Kesef, or redo it. And that's the classic first part of marriage, which is, in all intents and purposes, she is fully married. Still, she's not going to drink, which means that the Baal was Mekaner, to the Stira, and still there's no Shtia. And similar Shemeres Yavam, which again, this is not a state of marriage, it's just that she is Zokuk, which means she is set aside for this Yavam. She's supposed to either do Yivam or Chalitza. Right now in the quasi, she's in this uh, stage of she's, she's waiting, right? Shemeres, she's waiting for Yivam. And the Allah is that if she would be with someone else then, that's Isser, for Salav. And the Allah is that since she's Asr, so there could be a Kinu, there could be a Stira. But if there was a Kinu and Stira, she would not end up drinking or getting a Ksuba as a result of as of potentially not drinking or the ramifications of not drinking. So there's no shtia in the first place and there's no there's no shtia in the first place and there's no losing the ksuba as a as a result. And she won't get a ksuba. She'll lose a ksuba because she caused this um, ister, she caused them to us to each other by having kini and stira. And therefore, she lost, lost that on her ksuba as well. Shanamar, Asher Tishta Isha, Tachas Isha. It is a, she's straying from her husband, from underneath her husband, which means in the jurisdiction of her husband. So this Mishnah says that we're, we're married from here. We'll see more in the Gemara about this Limud. But according to the Mishnah so far, we're married from this Limud. A woman who is not considered tachas isha tachas her husband, because she is not living with him, she is not together with him, and therefore not considered to be in the full sense of marriage as a regular case of when there's erisin and esuin. That's the first two cases. So the iser is there. Iser for to marry someone else, correct? Fully. Or to have a relationship with somebody. Correct, correct. For a rusa, it's it's a, it's a regular of misa. For Ishmael Yav Mitzachi of Lav. So it's not the same as. It's like they're learning the Pasuk. The Pasuk is introducing Parsha Sota, right? Right. And it's saying right. it's only. It's not, it's not about the Easter, it's only about, like. That, right, that she. No, that she strayed from, from her husband. This woman wasn't fully with her husband in the first place, because she never lived with her husband. So the straying is not really considered, we'll call it a. But it's still Aser. So, it's, again, there's an Isser, but not considered Tachas Yishchech. That means the Maisa, the straying from under the husband. It's really the, the Sota process. It's still No, it, even... Iser. Correct, but again, even practically, she's not living with her husband. Right? Rusha doesn't live with her husband. But you said legally it's... it's so, there's a... Arise. Correct, but it's not, they're not living together. So, it's not... That's, that's the Miyat. It's a Tachas Yishchech. means that it has to be sort of taken out from under her husband, from the... Rishus and from the uh, jurisdiction, which really is not. The is a little different. Well, again, the Isra is the same, but it's not the same structure. Right? It's not, she's not living with her husband. That's the first two cases. Next case is a case where the Isra itself was 
This marriage was Be'isr, the marriage really is a forbidden marriage, but it's a marriage which is valid at the end of the day, even though it's forbidden. And the question is, if she would become a Saita from that forbidden marriage, is that going to be a din of Saita? And the other Mishnah again says, there's not. So Amar al-Kayin God was one example of a person who's a forbidden marriage, a woman who's a cannot marry a Kayin Gadol, Grushva Chalutz L'Kayin Hejit, a woman who's divorced, or Chalutz cannot marry a Kayin Hejit, Mamzeris was seen in the Israel, a regular Jew cannot marry either a Mamzer, who was born from a forbidden marriage, or a sin, who was again a questionable um, Geris, if, and potentially even there's Din, din Goyim, and as Din Drabani, you cannot marry them, so it's also to, to marry them. Similarly, Basti Yisrael and the Mamzer of the sin, a woman is also to marry a male Mamzer or a male Nassin. And if they, all these cases, if they ended up marrying, Kedushin is a valid Kedushin. That means they are considered married for all intents and purposes. However, since the marriage is considered a marriage which is Aser, there's not going to be a din of Shtir, which means that there's Kinyin and Astira. She would not drink after that. And Loy Nitlusubas would not get Aksuba as a result as well. They would have to get divorced. And I mean, they still get divorced anyway because they're living Besser. But Lamai said there's no, there's no din of Shtia or they're getting Aksuba as a result of that um, situation. So that's the second, we'll call category, that the marriage is Besser. First one, there was no marriage Besser, which wasn't a full marriage in all sense of the word. And according to this, the second um, category is the marriage is Besser. Ve'ilu, and there's now more cases, which are different than the first two categories, where again, which is really not based on the type of marriage or the structure of the marriage, really based on Dine Saita itself. We had, we had this, many of these cases already where there's a, a, a aspect of Saita which doesn't apply because of the following um, scenarios. She actually says she is Tami. Or Shabal Aidam, she is Tami. say she is Tami. So we know definitively that she is Tami. She refuses to drink, so it's not, it's not saying she's Tami, but we consider it to be that she cannot drink as a result once she refuses to drink. And we would, obviously they can't stay married, but would not be a din of Saita. Now it's the opposite where the husband's initiating. I'm Rabbala, any mashka, the said, I want to give her to drink. And we know that without him doing so, it's not considered as no din Saita. Or, Bala Bala, Baderach, the husband had relations with her after there was an Isser of Saita. So the we learned that we had earlier a pasuk which says that he has to be clean. He has to be himself clean from an avera, which if he was not, which means he was violated the isra of being with her. The Allah is that there's no, there's no hashka say there's no drinking of the waters as well. So in all these cases, So in this case where the husband caused it, the not not her fault. She gets the ksuba. Right? He doesn't want to give it to drink. He he was over an isra. So there's no dinner of shtia, no dinner of drinking, but they have to get divorced. She does get a ksuba because since she initi- uh, he initiated it, but Lamaisa, there is not going to be a dinner of drinking. Now the Mishnah gets a new case, also a detail about <coughs> about Saita. The husband died before they had the chance to drink, which means everything was done, kidney and stira, and the Lamaisa, right before the final stage, which is about to, about to drink, husband died. And as we know, that until, unless the husband is the one sort of giving her to drink, the one who's initiating, giving her the price of drinking, there is no shtia. She cannot drink unless the husband does so. So, certainly there's no drinking, but the question is, what's with the ksuba? In this case, it was no one's fault. Right? Her husband died. 
So is that going to somehow uh, stop the process of ksuba? Because Lamaisa, she didn't end up drinking, and normally when you drink and you're innocent, you get the ksuba. But she didn't drink. Or, listen, you know, it's, 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 it's uh, at the end of the day, you didn't drink and don't get the ksuba. That's what I'm Bishami says, no, it's ksuba, She does get the ksuba even though she didn't end up drinking. And she can't drink. But Lamaisa, since it wasn't her fault, since the husband's one that died, she still gets exuba from her husband, not from, from his estate. Ubisil says, no, no, they have to go hand in hand. Either you drink, which is not an option, it's not, a, it's not an option over here because she can't drink because she's not um, underneath her husband, or loy you don't get exuba. So they go hand in hand. The only way to get the ksuba is if she actually proved herself innocent. How she proved herself innocent? By drinking. And if she can't drink for whatever reason, even though it's not her fault, okay, she can't get the ksuba as well. So she will get divorced. She needs to, I'm sorry, in this case, the, the husband died. She doesn't get divorced. She's, she's uh, they're, they're not married anyway because they died. But as far as the ksuba, you're not going to get any ksuba since she didn't drink to prove her innocence. Now back to other cases similar to the cases before where there was an isser in the actual marriage, Muberes Chaveri is a case where a woman's pregnant and her husband died. The Allah is that until the child is born and is, reaches the stage of, of weaning, which is 24 months later, she cannot get married. Issa Darabar and Chazal were concerned that the child would be in a state of danger and not be taken care of, and therefore Chazal said she cannot get married until the, hus- until the child turns 24 months. If she did get married, again, Be'isr, it's Issa Darabar. Same halacha would be if she was nursing and her husband died and she has a child who she's still nursing till 24 months. The halacha is that she cannot get married. If she does, that's also a forbidden marriage. And those cases, if there's a kinyan steer for those marriages, there's no shdia and no taking of the ksuba for the similar reason I had before that the <coughs> that the marriage is baser. Devir Amir. say, no, this is a little bit different. You know why? Marriage is not inherently forbidden. It's it's a time it's a time issue. For these twenty four months, maybe a little longer if she's pregnant, actually x amount of uh, months with of, of pregnancy as well. That's the ter- the abundant said she can't get married. Okay, but the most of these this marriage is not inherently forbidden marriage. He could technically be mafish, separate, and then return to her after his man, after whenever the twenty four months pass, and then going to be a permissible marriage. So therefore the marriage, according to the, the Rabbanan, don't look at it as an inherently forbidden marriage. It's just a right now there's a pause on this marriage and therefore he says there could be an issue of there could be a considered a valid marriage and there could be a potential shti as well in this situation. Islandess Uzakena Ushena Rulelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelelel
You can't call it a forbidden marriage. You didn't do anything wrong. Why? Yachol lisa isha cheres. Olifers libras bimena. All the Torah wanted is that didn't prove it, which means that you have to have the ability to have children. Okay? So you can go marry someone else and have the ability to raise to have children from someone else. So you can't call it that this this marriage is a forbidden marriage, and therefore the the, the says there's really a a aspect of this marriage which is totally fine as long as right there's a ability to kind of prove which there is, and therefore there could be a din of sota as well. Then nowadays we don't marry to Okay, so so you're right now there's a this wouldn't apply. And once you have Khaybar Nagesh in Khanami, so you would not have the ability to marry Sako in Khanami. The other thing, like, don't we find like older people getting married? Yeah, that what's the Makai Puravu? What if they didn't? Okay, so the question is can he find someone who is not someone who is not Makai Puravu and is getting married now should do all that he can to be to, to if it's feasible. Like, my Russia Shiva didn't have any kids with the first wife. Right. Rebson died and then he remarried. He was much older already. It's like, I don't know, like, is it shy if he could have gotten a 30-year-old when he's like 75? Okay, I, I, don't, I don't think we assume that. that no. I don't think that's, that's possible, feasible. Um, so, so like, according to this, you know, I, I, get married. Okay, I mean, passion means someone who's, who's able to do so. He has the choice. Right, Lechayra. He has the, the ability to go marry someone. He should, and he needs to, but I don't think it's probably practical or feasible for someone who's that age. But in Lechayra, if he has the option, right. Well, let's say you even have a 40- or 50-year-old person, right. and they could marry a 30-year-old woman or a 40-year-old woman, then... Yeah, they certainly should should do all they can to marry someone who's younger, in order to be able to have the ability to make a career. I never thought of it in some Right. This is something that like people are aware of, like Puru? No, <laughs> just the idea, like that you shouldn't marry somebody that can't have kids. Yeah, I mean, and that. Yeah, again, for someone who who's not mechanic Puru. Right. Okay. Vishara okay. Kolanoshim. Any other woman, Oishay says, I learned the subasa, which we said really is is. It should be obvious from this whole Mishnah, right? That any other woman who doesn't fit into these categories either drinks or doesn't or, or can't get a ksuba, which is obvious. It tastes to be said, yes, there's a whole shot in this. Right? It makes a little kimta in this case. But I mean, again, reading the words pasha is just telling you that any other woman is not one of the above categories. Either has to drink or loses the ksuba. That's the simple explanation of the Mishnah. Again, taste is notwithstanding as a whole chidush um, of and what the Mishnah is referring to. Okay. A woman of a kain can drink and she is mutter labayla, which seems to be, should be obvious, right? What's, what's the chiddush of that? Right? We'll discuss this, what the chiddush is, that even though she's is kain, maybe there's some chiddush that she drinks, we'll see. Eishas sris, a woman who's who's a married to a sris, a man who can't have children. Shaysa, he does also drink, and we'll see what the chiddush of that is as well. Any iser of erva, you could do kini, which means that no matter what type of forbidden relationship it is, that kini would be a valid kini. So if she's being with a regular man, right, that's a shesish to, to anyone else, that's the classic case of sota, or she's being to someone who's also to her for other reasons. She says a father, any other case, or from a brother, any other case where she could, someone she can't be with, that would be a din kini as well. Chutzman the exception is a katan. 
That means that if the child is the one that you're being warning from, that would not create a din of 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 Saita, as we'll see. And Rishay Nish, which we'll have to see what that is. Sounds very similar, but we'll see with that who that's referring to. There's a new category of people that Bezin does the actual kinui. Baila, someone whose husband became deaf mute and therefore he loses to a large extent his ability to have das. And we look at right, Vakatan is all in the same category and he doesn't have, doesn't have das. So Bezin is the one that actually does the kinui in this case for him. And Shtat, he actually became a Shaita. Or he's no longer around, he's locked in jail. So he can't do a Kinu, so Bezna will act on his behalf and do a Kinu. And simply there's no possibility of giving her to drink because the husband's not around. So you can't give Hashkesa, or he's not in Bedaitai. All it would accomplish is that it passes from Ruxuba that once is a kinu, and still she loses Ruxuba as a result because now she is acting in, a, in an improper way. And Vesa says no. There's even a possibility of causing her to drink because if the husband leaves Beis Asurin, now he's out of jail. There's a Kimidon, it could be years later. But whenever he gets out of jail, there's a possibility of giving her to drink. And therefore, if you had a kinu in Astira while he was in jail, so then based on that, even X amount of time later, when he gets out of jail, you can have the possibility of giving him to drink when the husband is now around and present to give it to drink. Okay, so that ends that uh, quite lengthy Mishnah. Let's start the Gemara Be'ezer Hashem explaining these cases. Not the Gemara. Mishnah It's going back on the first cases in the Mishnah. Arusa and Shemar HaSiyavim. So Arusa again was a case where she had a marriage just in the Arison stage. Shemar HaSiyavim she had no marriage but she was felt to him Yibam. So the Mishnah said very clearly and lo yinu to ksubas. Okay? So that means no drinking and she doesn't get a ksuba. But it's clear there's a din of kinui. Because if there's no din kinui, there's no possibility of kinui, then of course you don't get to shtiya. Kinui doesn't start, a shtiya doesn't start without a kinui and a stira. So, the Gemara is Medayik, mishtu udalashasi, it sounds like there's no din shtiya. Ha kinui mechanala, but it's pretty clear there isn't din kinui. The Gemara is Medayik, really, where do you know that din kinui, these, this marriage is, is not really fully consummated in, in, in right, and there was no nusuin. It's Shemir Siyav is not even a marriage really at all. They're, not, they're just Zakuk. He just so who told his kini b'chalal? Again, this is an Isser for sure. Who told this kini? Tan Rabbanan, Dab Rabbanan Yisrael v'Yamarta. Yamarta, I think is the Bach. Yamarta, Yamarta That's the Bach puts in. Yamarta Aleihem. So the those words are really extra. Dab Rabbanan Yisrael. If you're talking to them, obviously you're telling them. So what are those words? Yamarta Aleihem. Coming to Ed. Fascinating. The Gemara says, it's saying in these two cases, Arusa and Shemarus Yavon Lekinui. Now, how exactly the Gemara knew that is, 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 it seems like a mystery. Where do you get that from? Where do you see that from? So I, I, I don't say I have a full shot on that. I think we, we do find right, that this is a Messiah. There's a Messiah in this Drasha. I don't think there's anything about these words indicate these cases, a Yibum or Arusa Shemarus Yavon. And what told you to... It was a Messiah. This is what the Messiah they got out of this drasha. And I don't think the Gemara is saying that it's the, the drasha is compelling to air these cases, but the words are a drasha. The words are extra. The words are telling you clearly something which is adding more than the classic cases of Yibam. More than the classic cases of, of Saita. <coughs> the drasha, the, 
the Messiah told us that the case we're going to add was these two cases, Arusa and Shemir Yavim. And I think this is not not a right, not a, not a anomaly that Gemara will say something which is is going to include that. Like, again, there's that no indication in the pasuk that's coming to include, but it's coming to include something. And the, the mysterious was was coming to include. And Vamat Allahem is to them. Them is clearly include two cases. So the two cases including is Arusa and Shemir Yavim. Okay, that there is Kinoi. Fine. So we have at least a drasha. Amar Talayim to tell you that there is a dinkinoi for Arus and Shmeres Yavam. Umaslisa Mani, who is Amishnah going like? Rivyanisini. Amishnah fits like Rivyanisin's Shita. Who's Rivyanisin? The Sadni will enter the Braisa. Tachas Isheikh, from underneath her husband. Prat La Rusa. That excludes the case of Rusa, which is not fully married. I mean, there's again, there's a Arus in them, and I don't know it. So Tachas Isheikh means. Underneath the full jurisdiction of the husband, which means in a sua. So the the first Rosh Nachasya tells you to exclude Arusa. According to this Tanakama, you might think also to exclude Shmeris Yavim, which means that maybe it's also not a full marriage. Ish Ish. No, Ish Ish, an extra word Ish, which tells you comes to be Marba. It's Marba that Shmeris Yavim does have a din of Shtia, according to Yerushia, and we only exclude Arusa. It's very fascinating. So, this clearly argues in our Mishnah. Our Mishnah said that both cases, in Ishaisa and in Etluskubasa, Yerushia argues in our Mishnah, and says no, that Tachas Yishayich excludes one case, one case only, which is probably Arusa, and Ish-Ish is Marba Shemeris Yavam. Now, obviously, he holds that Shemeris Yavam is more connection than a Arusa. There's more connection. We'll see why. We'll, we'll, we'll get, get to this in a moment. But it's clear that there's more connection because who, why are you excluding a Arusa and including a Shemaris Yavim? It must be a Shemaris Yavim has more connection vis-a-vis the husband and wife relationship more than an Arusa. And there is some, as we'll see, some level, higher level of connection. We'll see in a moment. But that's pretty clear. The Risha learned that way. And therefore, the exclusion is, is Mamayat Arusa and Shemaris Yavim was included from Ish from Ishish. Okay, you understand who that's what we're trying to say is the is the is the author of our Mishnah. I'm a Tachasi Sheikh Prat Lashemeres Yavim. Tachasi Sheikh excludes Shemeres Yavim. Now he's going to say you might say Oitz Shemeres Yavim, but Oitz Yes Arusa. Maybe only excludes Shemeres Yavim and not excludes Arusa. Tamalaymer Asher Tista. They they were strayed. Isha Tachas Isha underneath her. She strayed from underneath her husband. So he has two different drushes. Each one's Mamayit a different thing. One's Mamayit, the case of Arusa, and one's Mamayit, the case of Shemesh Yavim, which is interesting because our Mishnah brought a Pasuk, right? Brought a Pasuk, and the, the, the Pasuk it, it brought was Ashatista Ta'ishadachas Isha, which is the second Pasuk that, that Revyechina brings, which really is Mamayit Arusa. And Revyechina actually is a different Pasuk, Ta'achas Isheikh. Which excludes Shemiras Yavim. Okay, so it's, it's again, it's not exactly the, the, the drush is a similar drasha. Lamasivichan has two separate drushes to exclude both Shemiras Yavim and a case of Arusa. Both cases are not going to go to drink. Now, it's pretty clear that according to Yavyanisan, he must have held, if he says that Prala Shemiras Yavim, which means that's ex- excluded, and the Gemara even suggests maybe it's only excluding that. He must hold Shemir Yavim is less of a connection, less of a connection between them, 
which is that's why he's excluding that first, is a second pasuk, which also excludes the one which has even, we'll call it, more of a connection, which is Arusa. So they clearly hold the opposite in terms of who has inherently more connection between husband and wife. According to, we said clearly, according to Rav Yeshia, who excludes, he uses Arusha to exclude Arusa, and it's just to include Ishmael Yisrael, it must mean that there's a, a more inherent connection between Ishmael Yisrael than an Arusa, which itself is a little hard to hear. Right? I could have heard that Arusa is more connected, it's only an Isser, they're more connected. Right? A, a Arusa is a, it's a Misa, a Ishmael Yisrael is only a Salav, but we'll see in a moment that there is on some of more of a connection between them. And Yerneson clearly held, no, that the Shemeris Yavam is less connected. The Lord now explains that. Mar alimale arusa de kedusha didei. Mar, which is the right, of Yenison, holds that the arusa is more connected. Why is it more connected? Because it's his kedusha. He was the one who married her. It was his own marriage. And it's like And it's also skila which shows that the marriage is therefore more inherently connected, because this is Chiv Misa if she violates this marriage. So therefore, it makes sense that Arusa is more bound up in a husband-wife sense, and that's why the Pasuk, which is excluding that, will exclude only Shemir Yavim, except for the fact that the second Pasuk, which also excludes Arusa. And says also that woman Arusa, even though there's more of a connection, is also excluded from the din of, of, of Saita. So, Rav Yenison holds Arusa is inherently a greater connection for these two reasons. Number one, it's Kedusha Didei, it's, it's, it's his, it's, it's his condition he married her, as opposed to falling from his brother. And, Cyclone Yodid, that there's an Enchi of Misa based on this marriage. Umar and Rav Yeshia, Alim Lishmeres Yavam. He holds that what's a stronger connection to Shemeres Yavam. Why? Because Lamaisa, there is no, it's not lacking Masir Lachapa. Masir Lachapa really is a, we'll call it a higher stage of, of, of marriage. That's a Nizam Masir Lachapa, which is a Nisuin, Masir Lachapa. A Yavam, there's no Chapa for Yavam. All Yavam has to do is they live together and they're married, fully married, right? The fact that they live together is full marriage. You don't need a Masir Lachapa, there's, no, there's nothing, nothing more, more necessary. So in some ways, the Gemara is saying, according to Yeshua, he has a svar to say that a Shemeris Yavim is, is, is like more connected because less has to be done. There's less of a barrier between them that has to be done in order to get fully, fully married. All that's missing is, is living together. As opposed to a Arusa, there's a whole other stage of marriage that has to happen, which is that has to go and take place, and therefore it's considered to be, we'll call it, less connected than, um, than, a, Shemer, than, a, um, than a Arusa, who is missing Masir al-Chapa. So, the Jerushas are going to play out based on how they view either Shemir Shavim or Arusa either be more or less connected. And therefore, just back to the Jerusha now, according to Yenison, right, the Jerusha of Tachasi Sheikh excludes Arusa because an Arusa is is um, is not going to be Shaysays. And you might think also, you might think maybe, maybe also going to, you only remember, I'm sorry, um, go back a second. Genesis said, and you, you might think, I skipped, I messed it up. I'm sorry. And you might think only not a Arusa. 
The second pasuk says also Rusa, which means inherently that there is according to Venus a greater connection to a Arusa, and therefore the first pasuk was a Mamayit because less of a connection. A second pasuk comes along and tells you he also Mamayit a Arusa. That's a Venus. and according to Venus it's the opposite. Right, you only have one pasuk. What's the one pasuk used? The one that is going to be. Tachas Isheikh, and then it says Pralarusa, which is less of a connection according to Rav Yeshia. He holds Shemeshiyav as more of a connection, and therefore the Pasuk is Mamayit A. Um, Erusa, not a Shemeshiyav. In the case of Yibam, is there a Kisuba? Is there a Kisuba when? In the case of Yibam. If they were. If they would. <coughs> they actually go through with Yibam, is there a Kisuba? Once they get married, yes. Yeah, there is, there is a Kisuba, but not beforehand. Means, right, great, different, right. So it's interesting. Now, you're making an interesting point because Lamaisa, in a, another sort of inherent connection between a Arusa and, and her husband, is, the Biksuba, it would not be the Shemesh Yavim. It's an interesting point. Right, there was afterwards. What did she collect? If she what? If she was allowed to collect the Kisuba, what did she collect? Is the Kisuba? Because. Because she hasn't got one yet. And, and, she doesn't have the kisuba yet because she's not done. She's not done through with you. Are you saying what does the mission what does the mission mean? If there really isn't a kisuba, because she already got the kisuba from her husband that passed away. Why? Because he died. I think she he she gets That she gets silver from. Right, she would lose it. What? Yeah, Rashi really, Rashi really, I think addresses this. I mean, she loses it if she would get married. That's a good point. So that she means. No, that kedushin is. He's asking my case of Shmaras Yavam. Shmaras Yavam. That's Rashi. Yeah, unless there would, unless there would be a super from the from the from the brother's estate, maybe there is. Right. Doesn't she already get the super from the brother's estate when he when he passes away? Well, some note about this. Try to automatically. Said something about it passes to the brother. Right. Uh, right. In a regular case. Yeah. So, whenever somebody's husband dies, the, the right. wife gets it. Does she collect it? Right. Normally, she normally she does. Correct. Well, that, that will be. Does uh, just give. Say once once he once he died. And the brother's something else. Once he died, so it would be a. Once he died, this should be the Kisuba, I guess. It's a Kisuba that Rashi is addressing. Number four. Number four? <coughs> on, on the first. Yeah. Why does it say that? What? I can read it, I don't understand it. Since it is the. Um, 